When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Not quite sure yet how the COVID-19 pandemic is going to change how people think about illness and health in public spaces, if it changes it at all. But uh, one thing is for certain, we are starting to get a deeper understanding of the life that Howie Mandel leads on a daily basis. He is a notorious germaphobe with extreme OCD and your fear of the outside with the coronavirus running amok is his default setting. It's how he lives every day. He said, this is what's in my head each and every day, every hour of my 64 years on earth. This is it. This is my nightmare. This is how I live. And now the world has joined me in my nightmare. Hmm. Has he ever, I've never heard him talk about what kind of treatment he gets for it. Does he, or does he just, Lives with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's probably talked to someone about it. He's supposed to be on Ellen today. Maybe she'll talk to him about it. He joked that he initially felt responsible for the shortage of PPE because he'd been hoarding gloves and masks and hazmat suits for the last 50 years. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. But he's since given them all away to people who need them. He added, I can't wait for this to be over. I hope we wake up and it's just my nightmare again and not everyone's. Yeah, right. Yeah. Meanwhile, John Krasinski explaining his decision to sell some good news to CBS during an Instagram chat yesterday with Rain Wilson. He says it was not about the money. Basically, John is he's going to have to get back to his regular career soon. You know, there's that, gang. So there was no way for him to keep doing it himself. He's got to go back to work. He's got a job. So it was either sell it or scrap it all together. And uh, he didn't want to scrap it. You know, I mean, he created something kind of special. Yeah, it's great. And if there's a way for him to be involved in it somehow, then, you know, why not keep this thing going where he can have some influence? And he's excited that CBS News, one of the biggest news programs in America, is going to make it part of their permanent news cycle. Yay. He also says he will host some episodes. So even though he won't be on every single one, He'll be on not some. only will be he not only will he be involved as a producer, but he will host some episodes. I mean, there's been such a calling for so many years from people like, why you know, I watch around the news and it's all depressing and it's why don't they ever do any good positive stories? And you you see news outlets do a little bit here and a little bit there, but nothing has ever seemed to really stick and become a thing. So I think maybe John Krasinski just showed them how to do it. 
Yeah, and uh, Lester Holt is an example of someone else who does it every single night. It's always his last story. It's either inspiring America mm-hmm. or, you know, the people in places in their own words of doing something great and inspiring. Like a little and, segment. They yeah. were doing that kids news, too. Like Lester Holt. Which is freaking cool. I think it's two, I think it's Tuesdays at 7 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. But they do. One of the producers from NBC Nightly News was like, we're home with our kids all the time now, and all they're watching is this crazy news on the nightly news in our house. We, we want to give them something. So I think one time a week they do it. Yeah. And it's been cool because it's fun stories. And obviously that's something we try to do here on our show. Mm-hmm. We always like to end the show on a high note. and So we always bring you some good news, usually right around 9.50 as we start to wrap up. And there's plenty of good stories out there. So I'm glad John Krasinski's found a way to tap into that and bring it more into the mainstream. we got to take a break here, though. We have some other stuff to cover, including Eminem sharing his phone number with the world. The Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri this weekend. You see, they had a pool party. They called it the Zero Ducks Given Party. The St. Louis County Department of Health is urging anyone who's at this party to self-quarantine for two weeks. And, yeah, I'm sure the guy with the barbed wire tattoo and the three-foot mojito is going to get right on that. 637, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, humid and muggy today. Chance of a pop-up thunderstorm. Highs in the mid-80s right now, 69 at Cincinnati's Q102. Now, Eminem doesn't seem like the kind of celebrity who would actually want to connect with his fans personally. <laughs> right. But, um, so that's why this was just kind of like, I want to... He posted a clip from his song, Stan, which is about a crazed fan, and, and then told fans to text him. He said, quote, Dear Stan, I meant to write you sooner, but i just been busy. Text me. I'll hit you back. Then he posted a phone number. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, so linked to community, an app that generates a phone number fans can use to ask famous people questions. Of course, they probably won't respond directly to you. If you actually text the number, you get a generic response about being added to Eminem's contacts, and then you'll hear, have to hear from him, whatever that means. I mean, he's going to have your number, and he's going to send you all of his promo stuff he wants to pimp. A few other celebrities have done this community app thing, including Ashton Kutcher, and it's proven to be more of a phishing scam than anything else. If you text them, you're opting into a newsletter of automated updates. Yep. Oh. Now I he, did that with Kenny Chesney once. It didn't M&M work out great. Newsletter? Yeah. Did you get a newsletter? <laughs> he's going to tell you what's going down on the 8 Mile. <laughs> birthdays. He's got birthdays on there. He is <laughs> celebrating, yeah. He's have a recipe every month. Yeah. Nice. He is celebrating the 20th anniversary of his third album, the Marshall Mathers LP. That is the one that has Stan on it. 
He's also hosting a listening party today. So if you've already texted that number, you will probably be blasted with texts about that. I wonder if he even knows that that's happening. You know, do you think he he gave the okay on that? Or was the label like, we got a great way to recruit more listeners for the album. He was like, wait, what are we doing? They're like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And now he's like, are you bleeping kidding me? Like, Tim, a newsletter? (laughs) I'm writing a note about that. It's going to be his next rap. Anniversaries. Whatever you got, send it along. Uh, by the way, Jimmy Fallon is in the hot seat again for impersonating Chris Rock on Saturday Night Live 20 years ago in blackface. Now, this has come up before, and last time this came up was more than a year ago, but apparently some new people who weren't aware of it discovered it and made it go viral again. And these folks are calling for Jimmy to be canceled. Oh, wow. Because, you know, that's our culture, the cancel culture. And uh, there are others who just want an apology. And to you know what? To Jimmy's credit, he gave them one. Man, oh, man, read this book. <laughs> I've seen who wants to be a millionaire, and guess what? Not a lot of black folks on the show. Right. <laughs> Not a lot of black folks on the show. You know why? Because black folks don't like to answer questions. Oh, they want to be millionaires, but you got to ask that kind of question. Like, in 1981, how many grams of crack did Rick James smoke when he recorded Super Freak? <laughs> Regis, you think the only way to get a brother on the show is to name it, who wants $50 cash and a pair of Pumas? That's audio from the bit. Jimmy tweeted, quote, in 2000, while on SNL, I made a terrible decision to do an impersonation of Chris Rock while in blackface. There is no excuse for this. I'm very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision and thank all of you for holding me accountable. I love so that. So there you go. Love that. His response. I mean, can't we just take a look at Jimmy Fallon and know that, that he seems to be a pretty good guy now? <laughs> I think he's grown some to, since yeah, then. Yeah, and not crucify him for something he did yeah. 20 years ago, especially when he handles the apology with such grace. Right. America's Got Talent returned for its new season last night. We already have an early sentimental favorite. His name is Archie Williams. Now, Archie spent 37 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. He was 22 when he got arrested in 1982 for raping and stabbing a woman. He was convicted the following year. But then in 2019, he was finally exonerated by DNA evidence and released. Now, it isn't just his story that's captivating. His voice ain't so bad either. He got four easy yeses for singing, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Oh, that's a hard one, John. I know. So, Archie Williams, pretty cool dude. Hmm. Meanwhile, the Oscar-nominated song, I'm Standing With You, from the movie Breakthrough, was re-recorded by more than 170 artists around the world and has raised millions for COVID-19 relief. Oscar-nominated. In what year? Maybe it's a cartoon movie that we're not aware of. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, no, it's not. It's got people in it. There you go. <laughs> There's real people. It came in out it. in 2019, and it looks like it stars um, what's her name, Christy Metz from This Is Us, isn't it? Okay, yeah. Well, J.K. Rowling is releasing a new book for free online. It's called The Ichabog, and it's a children's fairy tale, not related to Harry Potter, but free book online for the kids. That's pretty cool. That's a woman that doesn't need to. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's not waiting. She can afford to release a free one. She's doing it chapter there. by chapter, though. So that's a good way to get people to keep coming back for, yeah, you know, more. Right. If you just blow through the first chapter, you do have to wait a week or something like that, though. Right. But the first two chapters are out. You like her. Hmm. Uh, actor Richard Hurd died of cancer yesterday. Uh, he was 87. If you don't know who he is, he played George's boss, uh, Mr. Wilhelm, at the Yankees on Seinfeld. Uh, also played John, the Visitor's Supreme Commander on the V miniseries. And, uh, you know, just had a lot of recurring roles. on. He was a character actor on a lot of TV shows. Oh, man. Who's <laughs> ah, George? Oh, sports wholesalers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling me back. No, no, no. I still got the shoes. Still got the shoes. Lots of them. Yeah, this is beautiful athletic here. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to call you right back. Yeah, all right. Mr. Wilhelm. So, George, have you heard anything about the missing equipment? No, no, not a thing. You know, George, there's nothing I hate more than a liar. Well, there's no room for someone like that in this organization. <laughs> Are you feeling all right, George? Fine. You look a little warm. It's a chicken. <laughs> You're a terrible liar, George. Look at you. You're a wreck. You're sweating bullets. It's the Kung Pao. George likes his chicken spicy. <laughs> One of his favorite scenes there from Seinfeld. Richard Hurd, gone at the age of 87. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.